Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. From anywhere out there in the United States of America and around the world who likes to talk to people who are somewhat disabled, this is the man, somewhat disabled. Yes, this is me. I made my own podcast so I could be heard, heard about anything that's on my mind. Well, folks, you can always find me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Spotify is Andre's Podcast, a.k.a. Crazy Dre Podcast Show. You can always uh, email me at the Crazy Dre Podcast Show at gmail.com. Let me know. Let me hear what you want to think about, talk about, feel about. Let me know how I'm doing, how bad I'm doing. Give me suggestions. Anything that anything that can come up to your mind. So, first time listeners, second time listeners, thirty first time listeners. As you know, I'm a man who is somewhat disabled, and I am have some form of cerebral palsy, stroke. Long story short, I'm not going to explain it now. Uh, I made a podcast for people like me who are. Uh, very quiet at times, are not really allowed to speak, to talk to people, or not given, or not allowed to give an opinion about life, because it's, it's a very offensive thing to do, I guess. If you're disabled, you're supposed to be happy and go lucky and everything else in the world. However, today, today we're going to talk about uh, a young man who plays for the Buffalo Bills, and he. And he has, and he suffered a heart attack during the first part of the first half, or in the first half, in the first quarter of the Cincinnati versus the Buffalo Bills game. Uh, Mr. Darmar Hamlin, he uh, he suffered a heart attack on the football field after he uh, tackled an, an opponent from from Cincinnati. And it's just one of those things that, you know what, man, I'm telling you, you watch it. Here, I'm playing a video game in my, on my phone, and I'm just not, I'm, no, I'm watching the game here and there. And I'm not really focusing on the game in itself, but I do have money on the game. So that's why I had the game on. And besides, you have, Cle- like you have Cincinnati and, and, and the Bengals, and you have the, the Buffalo Bills, and two of the best teams in the area. In the AFC, have a great possibility of both reaching the AFC Conference Championship game. Um, one of those teams might make it to the to the Super Bowl, and then this happens. And then Mr. Hamlin, God bless his soul, he does a routine tackle. He takes the guy down, a wide receiver. Uh, not really important to name that wide receiver because uh, a lot of people are giving hate mail and hate s- speeches about he tried for an extra yard and and then went out hell at the end. So clearly, Hamlin tackles the wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the impact didn't seem such a bad impact, but I guess according to some doctors, the way that he his chest and the other opponent's wide receiver's chest um, hit in such a hard impact. It made of did something to the heartbeat. It could have did something to the artery. It could have done anything. It may have uh, made his heartbeat skip. Um, there's no circulation that would go to the heart and into anywhere else of the body. And then 
And then this kid, Mr. Hamlin, God bless his soul, 24 years old, he gets up, and you know instantly that there's something wrong because he started to wobble, and then he collapsed. Now, I didn't see him collapse. What I did see is I saw a bunch of players go around Mr. Hamlin. There was a doctor from each team uh, helping along and making sure this young man survives. Accordingly, he suffered a heart attack right on the field. Now, the the NFL is going to get a lot of hate mail. Uh, there's a lot of people who are uh, frustrated with the NFL. But this is not the first time this, this has ever happened. And it happened during the Detroit Lions game in 1971. Mr. Chuck Hughes was... Uh, was a wide receiver for Detroit, and the game was played in Detroit Tiger Stadium, old Tiger Stadium. Um, he, unfortunately, dies. He is running down the field, and I don't think he hit anybody. No one hit him, and he dies. And then less than five minutes later, the NFL game is keeps going on. And... I guess the NFL needs to kind of wake up. I think they need to realize that you got a bunch of these kids, which they are. Most of them come out of college and get drafted, and they know nothing but to run like hell and catch the football and run and go over any type of skill level, uh, practice skills, anything that they need to do to stay on the team. And you've seen a lot more people get hurt in football. Actually, that's not true. What you do see is that you see a lot of more athletes, especially in football, getting seriously hurt. Now, some of them were all tore ACL, MCL. Some of them will uh, discolate their finger, their shoulder, and then they've recovered. But I think we need to address the the livelihood of these NFL players. And and for for anyone that enjoys football and understands the game and knows it's just a game, that you should never really take any of these games seriously in your own state of mind because it's based on entertainment. But these athletes are are getting hurt more and more. Uh, in the last 15 years, we have more players with uh, the CTE uh, uh, diagnosis of athletes who get hit in the head too many times and their neurological brain set goes haywire and they become very violent to themselves or to their loved ones or to anyone that's in their circle. They can't control their mindset they lose their memory faster it's almost like an a it's super uh a dementia alzheimer's uh, uh diagnosis but it's not that um you also had this young man from miami dolphins and i'm gonna rip his name apart his name is twat tigilova and he's a quarterback for the miami dolphins and about 
Seven weeks ago, this young man came back from a a concussion protocol, and, and according to the doctors and everyone else that checked him out from the week before or seven days before or ten days before, it wasn't a big deal. He came back, and then God bless his soul, he gets tackled. He gets smacked to the ground. His back of his head gets smacked into the, into the field. And then he, you could see him twitch. His body becomes really tight. His muscles become really tight. His hand becomes really kind of that weird uh, uh, stuck mode. And, and he's suffering another concussion. And I think this is something that needs to be really considered of all athletes. Is the NFL worth it? And I love sports, and I can't believe I'm saying this. That sports in general are just entertainment for the masses, for the people who cannot play sports or who are too lazy to try play sports or who are not good at all at any athletic thing in their life. And sports itself, from college football to the NFL football to baseball to basketball, we are pretty much having these young men perform things that they shouldn't be able, they shouldn't have to do. Now, some people would take tell me, though, that's a bit of a stretch. They shouldn't have to do. Well, well let me explain this to you, folks. A uh, uh, hundred years ago, when the poor Italian kids and poor white kids, and this is before black folks had rights, so we had a bunch of white kids and a bunch of uh, Italian kids and Native American kids playing sports, that was their ticket out of poverty. From Mickey Mantle to, to Babe Ruth to Ty Cobb, to any Pete Rose, to any player that you can imagine, from from any platform you can think of. And this is speaking on behalf of what 100 years ago was like for poor white people. And poor white people would play sports to become wealthy. And now, they're not getting a, a contract that, they, that, they, that these NFL, the NBA players are receiving but it's still a lot more, well, it's, it was still money to be made back in the days of the 1920s and 30s. Now, during the 1940s, Jackie Robinson came into the league for the Major League Baseball from the Negro Bas- uh, Baseball League. They signed him. He became the first black man to play in the National League. He was uh, a phenomenal athlete, an all-around track and field guy. Uh, Great story. Great storyline. Now, at the time when Ty Cobb retired, he was one of the people that uh, was a really positive influence on uh, uh, integrating uh, African-Americans into the Major League Baseball. But here's the difference. From the 1950s, you had Mickey Mantle, you had Joe DiMaggio, and you had L. Kaline from the 60s, and then you had uh, Jackie Robinson and Frank Robinson and all these other a- athletes. 
like William Mays and all these guys, right? By the 1980s and 90s, things started to shift. And it was a lot more Caribbean, uh, Latino uh, players coming into the league. And and a lot of and a lot less white players were being played in baseball and other sports. So by the time the 1980s ended, by the time it was in, in the 2000s, the NBA was full of more African Americans. The NFL was full of more African Americans. Uh, Major League Baseball was was losing so many, so many. Caucasians to play sports and a lot more African Americans and Caribbean athletes were playing those sports. So you wonder why? Why is this? And it's because it's because we taught or the white man or the Caucasian person has learned that sports isn't that important. And sports isn't that the ticket for them to get out anymore. For white people, for Caucasian people, it is not important to make it to the major leagues or to the NFL or to any any pro league status. It's just not that important, and especially in America. Now, a lot of people would tell you, "Wow, that's kind of racist," but this is what I'm trying to tell you, folks. When when people figured out that there's other ways to make money and other ways to be happy and other ways to get out of poverty, uh, the poverty level of, of your life, and you can figure out how to make your life more structured and make money as a scientist, a doctor, a firefighter, a teacher, a, a, a anything, that, anything that can make money without physically hurting you, it is basically what most Caucasian families teach their Caucasian kids because they made them learn their alphabets and their math and their science and their geometry and everything else that does not involve sports. Now, what they've done to the African-American community is the total opposite. This is still the only way that ever any African-American male and maybe some females are capable of getting out out of poverty. Now there is a difference when I say that. The reason why I say that is because they're not addressing the bigger picture. They're not addressing about education. Not, they're not addressing the uh, uh, the big plan. What if I don't make it to the NBA? What if I don't make it to the NFL? What if I'm not the next soccer or football European? awesome athlete in the world what do i do do i become a, an entertainer do i become a hip-hop artist do i become a dj do i become a drug addict do i become a drug dealer do i sell guns do i there's no sense of boundaries there's no sense of any form of common sense that they are teaching african-american communities who are projectively sound for the NFL, for the NBA, for a Major League Baseball, or any other league that's out there. And a lot of people, a lot of people are wondering, where the hell am I going with this? 
What are you talking about? What does this have to do with Mr. Damar Hamlin situation? Now, this is what I'm going to tell you. Now, if we don't look out for people like Mr. Hamlin, like uh, Mr. Uh, Tia Tegelovola, God, I'm ripping his name apart. So sorry. I, that's something I have a very problem with, with my pronunciation of names because of my form of stroke or cerebral palsy that I had when I was a very young child. So I'm not ripping his name apart because I want to be an ignorant fool. I, I just have a very difficult time pronouncing names that I can't uh, sound it out. But you're wondering, why am I talking about this? This is why I'm talking, or this is why I'm in to address this. Mr. Skip Bailey's, and he's a journalist for Fox Sports. He's a TV guy. He's the guy that wants to talk sports and uh, make a controversial uh, judgment on athletes and their lifestyles and the games and the performance and the big, the big game for the next Sunday and the big athlete coming out of college football, college baseball, college basketball. This is the guy that said, I do not think it's necessary to, to cancel this game or to, or to postpone the game because the game in itself is the last, one of the last games of the year. And this has so much implications of the playoff picture. And it really means that it's more important to skip to know that who's going to win and who's going to lose the game between the Cincinnati Bengals and Buffalo Bills. And you can always replace another safety cornerback person like Damar Hamlin. That's essentially what he's trying to tell you. There are plenty other black people or other brown people to take this kid's spot and to like, hey, guess what? It was a good battle. You lost. You're good. We're always going to remember for what you've done for our team. And we'll always we'll love you no matter what. But you know what's more important? Week, seven, week 16. That's what's more important to finish the game with Cincinnati Bingos and Buffalo Bills to Mr. Skip Bailey's. And I want to tell Mr. Skip Bailey's, you're an ignorant fool. You're an asshole. You really are. You're just a dickhead. You're a dick. I don't understand why would anybody would ever say that on Twitter or on Facebook or on any social media just so that they can see who's going to make the playoffs or who's going to lose in the playoffs or the big playoff picture. It doesn't matter. And I want people to understand that sports really doesn't matter. It only matters to the people who cannot play sports, who cannot do what they can do, the people who are uh, – who loved competition. I love competition, so I love sports. I really do. I love Michigan. 
I love Detroit Pistons. I love the Red Wings. Uh, I have a love and hate relationship with the Detroit Lions. I really do. But you know what? Even I know, even I know that, that it's just a game. It really is just a game. And I want people to, say, to know that, you know, as a society, we should be a lot further in, ahead when it comes down to, to, to athletes and to entertainment and to, and to competition. We should be further ahead and to understand, you know what? You know, there's other things in life that's more important. And I would, and I would tell you that sometimes the best things in life are the small things in life. And the small things in life is being with your friends and your family and watching your kids grow up or, or, or having a somewhat good conversation with your spouse or your wife or taking your wife on a date or just having your girlfriend or your wife next to you. Sometimes that's the best thing in life. And we, we fill these many, many gaps of boredom through sports. And I don't want people to say, well, I, well, I guess you're giving up on sports. No, I'm not giving up on sports, but I, I understand what's, what's very more important. It's more important for this Miami quarterback, uh, Tia Tagalova, and this Buffalo safety, defensive uh, safety or cornerback, Damar Hamlin, to live a productive life after football. It really is important. It's really important for any athlete, regardless if you're white or black, to fulfill your life as an individual outside of sports. Most of these kids are not going to be playing sports for 10 years. Most of them will play for 40 years, and then they're going to move on. And it's okay to move on. And it's okay not to be a, a head coach of your high school football team. And it's okay to be a plumber and it's okay to be a businessman. And it's okay to be a lawyer or a doctor or a judge. But we're losing, we're, losing the, we're losing our minds over a game. We're losing our heads. We're losing our lives over a game that, that really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter if the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati win or lose because, because tomorrow is the next day. And you can't do much about the game in itself. If they lost, if your favorite team lost, what are you going to do about it? You can pout and complain about it for two or three days, but you get over it. You'll get over it. But you, you, you know what? Hamlin's family is not going to get over it when, his, when, when their brother and their cousin and their mom and dad or grandparents see their friend and their family in the hospital hooked up to machines just for the sake of playing football. It really is really sad. It's really sad how we project people to be super athletes and super rock stars. I want people to to look at each other and give each other a pat on the back and say, hey man, you're doing a great job at work. And I don't care if you're a janitor. 
I don't care you're a teacher. I don't care if you're a person at, 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 that works in a hospital. You know, you so tell that person, hey, man, you're doing a good job. Because that's all sometimes people need to hear. And they don't need to be professional athletes or to make it to be a professional athlete to, to hear that. I mean, there's so many lost souls on the streets of Chi-Town and Detroit and Missouri and, I mean, St. Louis and all the big cities, all the small urban towns where people are using meth. You know, sometimes you just get pet pat people on the back and say, hey, man, I'm still going to love you. You don't make it in the NFL. I'm still going to love you because you're just a, a, a plumber or you're an electrician and you're a doctor or you're a nurse or you're a, or you're a anything. So the message today is don't take games so goddamn serious. Let it go. Life goes on. Rejoice in the moment that you're alive. So, people, thank you for listening to this podcast. I don't know how to end it. Besides, I don't want to become a preacher, man, and just keep going. But thank you for listening to the podcast show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls. Uh, this is uh, dedicated to Mr. Hamlin from the Buffalo Bills. God bless, and I hope you get better soon. Uh, I'm not really concerned about your NFL career, but I want you to get better as ASAP as possible so that you can live the rest of your life. And uh, this is the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, folks. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find me on Spotify and find me on on uh, on the Apple Podcast. I am a, I'm also I go through Buzzsprout dot com it's a it's a um podcast distribution center they send my stuff everywhere so uh you can always email me at crazy dre podcast show at gmail dot com peace love don't take sports so goddamn serious folks there's more to it peace <laughs>